1: Richard, it's Monday. What are you doing here?
2: Um, oh, it's public holiday. <laughs> and we do podcasts on public holidays now. Yeah.
1: Um, welcome along, everybody, to what is kind of like a halfway point between the Cold Pop's podcast and film franchise Four Nights. Um, it's kind of a filler episode, uh, and I'll explain why um, with the next thing I say. Anyway, I'm AJ.
2: And I'm Richard Martin. And
1: this is a podcast. Pop culture, movies, and television f- media podcast. Where sometimes we watch franchises, film franchises, and sometimes we just talk about other things. And um, what are we doing? The today? reason, yeah, the reason we're releasing this episode off schedule is because, first of all, the big news up the top is we are changing the podcast schedule. Mm, so it's not off schedule. No, exactly. It's the start of a new schedule. Um,
2: this, the, you well, could argue that this schedule. is the first episode ever released on schedule
1: yeah so basically because um we have um a few all our content at the moment is being bottlenecked into the end of the week um so we couldn't really move um uh talking during during the movie movie? which is our uh usually weekly web series depending on what movies come out where we review different movies. Since we can't really move that from Thursday um, and because I usually upload the podcast midnight Friday morning um, it just felt like we we're we we're releasing things at the same time and the podcast is the one that can move. So even we're though we've been here longer. Yeah, no, but And it's
2: the one I'm a part of.
1: Oh yeah, but you can make a web series as well if you like. If you want to find a bunch of cinema chairs in Auckland, you can do every every second one if you like. <laughs> I
2: am coming down to Christchurch shortly. Let's Are there any movies releasing? Yeah, there's like um incredibles 2 i think oh
1: yeah um anyway um so yeah the podcast film franchise four Nights and our off week episodes are gonna be on mondays now hopefully that won't affect things too much i can't imagine it would um but maybe it will affect them drastically maybe we'll have to start again but we're already pretty low to the bottom anyway so i don't know if starting again is gonna be uh, <laughs> all that detrimental <laughs>
2: this could be you know this could be what saves it yeah this could be it
1: um so that's the first thing the second thing is this is also our first cold pops podcast that doesn't it's not really about anything <laughs> like we have some stuff we're going to say um but there's no i don't even know what this episode's going to be called like yeah, that's just a filler just episode. so um i've got three things three topics that we're going to talk about um for the next 20 minutes half an hour um because this also going to be a short episode and those Ooh. topics are, first of all, we're going to um, discuss... So, so last episode of Film Franchise Four Nights, we discussed Scream, the Scream franchise. And after we start recording, um, I had a way better idea for my Continue the Franchise <laughs> segment. So we're going to talk about that. Um, and then we're going to read out some fan mail. Um, actually, no. before we re- We'll read out fan mail last. In between, we're going to... Um, Uh, redo our franchise roulette because if you listen to the last episode you'll know that we got the two road trip movies and euro trip but there's no reason beyond an amazon box set dvd box set to believe that those movies are even in the same are even like an official trilogy so we put it to you guys on on our facebook page we put a poll up and last time i checked um roll again was winning so which both you and i voted for Yeah, yeah. Well, I we had to vote so we could see the results. So, I don't know. Mm. Um, so yeah, we and and it's more it's not a two vote discrepancy either. There's more that more votes yeah, beyond it's like three. three votes yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the other one's Jess. Um, <laughs> no, so so that's that's going to be something we're going to do second and then if you want to stick around and listen to our fan mail, that'll be third. Um, so all right, Richard, continue the franchise for Scream. Oh, By yeah. Real well, good so idea. what I was
2: thinking. Oh. Okay, you oh. go you go
1: okay i'll go um so i kind of took a leaf out of american pies book um because scream and american pie share a lot of similarities you know that they they are kind of a at first a trilogy which then had a fourth one come in late they're both kind of like indicative of the time that they were released they're both both like textbooks examples of their genre. Scream probably is more a parody or a satire of that than a textbook example but you know there are similarities there. So one thing that American Pie did that Scream didn't do was in between 3 and 4 in the years, the the long years in between episodes 3 and 4 they actually did a straight to DVD spin off series called American Pie Presents Mm. So to copy it entirely my new Continue the Franchise which I feel is better than the ideas I did put. Um is sc- the Scream presents straight-to-DVD series. Um, and the general concept for them is they can be real low-budget um, versions of like the Scream series, I guess. So I think the first one would just more or less be – say there's four, like there are with American Pie. Yep. Um, the first one would more or less just be a copy – a a straight a commentary because since Scream was a commentary on all their um, genres and and sequels and stuff, it would be a commentary on straight to DVD sequels, and then the remaining three would all find a niche um, horror element that they. So maybe Scream presents the the second straight to DVD spinoff could be like a haunted house mm. movie or like a claustrophobic movie,
2: and presumably it would star Judge Reinhold. Yeah. Clint Howard. Yeah. Um, who's the other guy that's in all of them? Booger. Yeah, Booger. Yeah, Booger from <laughs> Revenge of the Nerds would appear at some point.
1: Yeah. Um, so I've got a plot outline for the first um, straight to DVD spin off, which I don't have Ooh. a title for. So maybe we could come up with Oh, it. okay. So yeah, is,
2: let's do that. Sounds like fun.
1: The, this is Screen Presents, whatever the straight to DVD, first straight to DVD spin off. And it is about, I'm thinking, um, one of. Randy's relatives. Like <laughs> Randy's cousin or something like that, right? And um it's set in a different town from um where, where was Scream set? Woodsboro. Woodsboro. It's set in a different town from Woodsboro. Um but yeah, Randy's cousin. Um there's he's the main character. It's set at a high school, and all of a sudden these murders start taking place by A ghost face or maybe like a ghost face look-alike however there are a lot sloppier murders they're a lot less um consistent the the voice that you hear when he rings you up isn't the traditional ghost face voice um and so the the characters are led to to sort of make the the assumption that this is not a top-notch um ghost face killer this is a poor rip off a poor man's ghost face killer which then leads into the meta conversation that it's the straight to dvd sequel to the scream saga right because mm. it's not as good it's not as it's not as well thought out it's That's a lot not the cheaper same budget yeah yeah it's not the same budget and, and all that sort of thing um there'll be conversations about like there, there'll be a lot more graphic nudity and sex scenes in the spin-offs and there'll be a conversation about how you can do that in and straight to
2: dvd well, yeah, spin because you could have like um because say they say this comes out now yeah. um you could do this about the straight to dvd stab eight yeah yeah exactly totally yeah, exactly.
1: So that could be the the um. There's a, yeah, there's the a parallel to the stab films that yeah. that allow for the conversation to happen. And basically, that's I don't have much of a story in mind, but it's basically everything that is indicative of straight to DVD sequels, um, but in a real lame and like <laughs> like you know, and just just articulated in the meta narrative that Scream has, which in my opinion would actually make it quite a charming movie that it's aware of its own. Shortcomings. Um, flaws. Yeah. yeah yeah um and so then I don't know yeah as I said the, the the next one would be like a haunted house movie maybe and maybe it's completely separate from scream except for the name and maybe maybe there's another one of Randy's cousins or another or maybe like <laughs> an, another Prescott but there's no ghost face but there's something equally as theatrical you know yeah. like some maybe so some, like someone wearing a wig or something like that that compensates for the lack of ghost face but isn't ghost face like and the I house know- has
2: a ghost face mask hanging on the front door so yeah, effectively yeah. the ghost is the house is wearing the mask yeah that's
1: cool um and i don't know maybe the third one is um an alien movie you know i'm, I'm just mm. like like th- we, we basically go through all the different subgenres within slasher i guess there's no alien slashes but yeah no um <laughs> but you know there, there's psychological thrillers there's um claustrophobic thrillers there's things like that which could all be um scream slasher spin-offs. so that is my revised pitch for continue the franchise um what do you
2: think yeah no that's cool, cool. um yeah what about title um, All right, because like scream presents what if it should what if the first one's just called scream presents
1: <laughs> i feel like it can't be i feel like it needs to, it, it's that whole cashing in on the on the ty- on the the brand recognition thing, mm. so I don't know. Maybe it's like Scream presents, um, copycat or something like that. You know, like oh the, yeah, the-
2: copycats cool. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Like, um, even just Scream copycats cool. Um, yeah, yeah. But I also um, I don't think I see this on the episode, but um, yeah, there was um, the sequel. I think was at one point like Scream again or Scream harder. Oh yeah. Or something like that. <laughs> scream louder. Yeah, yeah, like I'm pretty sure that was even like uh but yeah. There's they also- maybe
1: all the all those straight to DVD spin offs are called scream then something, um yeah. ad adver- is an adverb.
2: Yeah. 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 So scream louder, scream harder. Verb, yeah. so scream is a verb. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um scream um, and then yeah stronger. Scream, scream harder, better. better theme, yeah. Scream
2: faster. Uh, <laughs> we got um, there. Yeah. Um, there's also um, a, another piece of trivia that I worked out by myself that I didn't manage mm-hmm. to get in on the podcast. I messaged this to you earlier on the week, but Scream and, talk about Scream and Scary movies. Scream and Scary Movie don't share any cast members, but. Tory Spelling is in Scream 2 and Scary Movie 2. Gina McCarthy is in Scream 3 and Scary Movie 3. Anthony Anderson is in Scream 4 and Scary Movie 4. And Tyler Posey is in Scream, uh, Scream the TV series. He's going to be, and he's also in Scary Movie 5, which is, you know, the TV series is effectively Scream 5. So Yeah, that's cool. Um, I wonder if Tory
1: Spelling was cast in both films, for the specific reason that they joke
2: about her in the first film. Yeah, well cuz the Scare movie didn't come out till the same time as Scream 3. Oh. So there are I think in Scare movie there are a couple of references to Scream 2. Yeah, there are. There's things like um the and at the start of Scream 2 um, oh yeah the dick the, going through the air. The yeah, the the knife is exchanged for a dick and stuff like
1: that. Hilarious yeah, which is stuff. hilarious. It's comedy um i've also started watching the tv show i'm I'm three episodes in yep um i i would regard it as not for me so far (laughs) (laughs) well okay i think i i love the discussions around um as you say, like you can't do a slasher movie as a TV show and how they set that up as their challenge. I love that by the end of the first episode, they basically established that if you're going to do a slasher as a TV show, you actually have to really care about the characters. So you have to care about all the dramas that are going on. Um, But i don't know but They're you just don't. kind of <laughs> you know it's it's like it's still and what i think its main problem is that it takes itself way more seriously so it feels way more like um teen wolf or the oc than
2: scream felt like a parody of that kind of stuff yeah yeah no that's so that's a good way to put it um mm. yeah i mean like i said i liked it but it's not for everyone. i'm sure and i'll, I can't I'll say like it's good I'll,
1: I'm, I'm definitely I'm I'm in it for the long haul because I'm a scream completionist, so <laughs> I'm going to keep watching it. And I, I mean, if the second season's as much better as the
2: critics say, then I'm sure I'll yeah. enjoy it. Um, yeah, no, it's cool. The um the Halloween specials were down there. Okay, because it's like well. it's like um they got to a like the the second season finished. And there's still, like, a few loose threads. And then it's like, oh, we're doing a Halloween special and then rebooting it. And the Halloween special just has nothing to do with the main plot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll,
1: I'll check it out and maybe we can do it. The The often talked about but never recorded film franchise
2: follow-up episode. Where we, we talk we, about Boo 2 and Madea Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> and um, what else has come out? Spider-Man Homecoming. Cool, cool. There's also, so, like, by the end of the year, there'll be a new Godzilla franchise for us to talk about
1: oh my goodness because yeah, there's true. the
2: um, the anime the anime trilogy. ones on yeah they, they have you seen the names of all of them
0: so the first um, one was like
2: um planet of the monsters um one's called the, the city on the edge of battle <laughs> um and I can't remember the, the, they announced the title for the third one I saw it it was real dumb I remember thinking it was real dumb um yeah I'm just trying to pad while I am fine uh, I, okay uh, <laughs> i mean i'm not really trying to pad i'm just i am successfully padding as yeah you could say no
1: this is padded out
2: um yeah like if you fell off your bike you'd be fine <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah second film in the trilogy is titled godzilla city on the edge of battle and the third one um the translations vary from godzilla planet eater to godzilla eater of stars and that should be out <laughs> in november all right well oh, city on the edge of battle is already out okay
1: um. Yeah, they came out pretty quick, didn't they? Yeah. And they've also said that they're not going to do a sequel to Shin Godzilla. Yes. No. They're making doing... Shin Godzilla the lone sing that the
2: George Lazenby of Godzilla <laughs> eras. Yeah. Toho's <laughs> doing their own cinematic universe. Um, yeah. Where... Which they already
1: did. That's already what they did. Yeah.
2: Like Mothra and. Stuff. But yeah, yeah. they're going to introduce Mothra King Ghidorah. That's going to be confusing. They um. Oh well. They released some footage at a cinema carna recently of. Um, Godzilla, King of Monsters, uh, Mm and um, so there's like been footage of King Ghidorah leaked and stuff like that. Okay, well check that out for our Godzilla heads, and also Julian Dennison cast in Godzilla vs Kong. Great, Deadpool, and so if you guys like hearing the New Zealand accent completely out of place, you're gonna love Godzilla vs Kong.
1: It's it's weird because I didn't I didn't mind him in Deadpool. But I feel like if we keep casting him and keeping his New Zealand accent, it's going to be that restarby Darby syndrome where, like, you can't see restarby Darby as anyone other than restarby Darby in whatever
2: reason. Yeah, well, like, it seems like everyone's just going to keep casting Julian Dennison. I mean, like, he's like a good kid, but, like, it just as, like, this fat, straight kid who, like, talks yeah. with a funny voice. Um
1: because because you look at someone like Jermaine Clement, and at least he has like his go to British accent,
2: which slips into um thinks he's in more. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, like he's on um Legion, and he's and he yeah, was exactly. Boris, and it's just Boris. That's his accent he always uses. But um, yeah, and, and like Men in Black Three was that? Yeah, yeah, Men in Black Three. Yeah, yeah, and he makes out with Nicole Scherzinger on the, the opening scene. <laughs> And I was like, "Sure, this guy's taken off." Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, um, but it's funny. Like, other, um, I'd love to know um, some of our like American listeners um, if this line got a laugh from you guys if you saw Dipple Two. But um, in Dipple Two, when uh, Wade is talking to TJ Miller's character Weasel at the bar, and he and he like says something just like, "Oh, this a kid from New Zealand." Did I want. Did they get a laugh in American cinemas? Because that was the biggest laugh laugh of the film in New Zealand. It's not a joke. He's just the yeah. kid. Just is from New Zealand. He and says
1: in in my theater. He said New Zealand, and there was like a bit of tittering, but then one guy behind me went, "Yeah."
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in my theater, that was like the biggest laugh of the film. Just the I fact that he mentioned New Zealand, he was like, "Oh, <laughs> I, was, I, was, and I was waiting for him to say that He did it. It, it's
1: surreal same with the same thing with thor ragnarok it is surreal to see what has always been a very close to home and local vibe being in the biggest movies
2: in the world you yeah know? it is like especially like when you think back to where um flight of the concords originally pitched their show to tv3 which is like just one of the two channels in new zealand that play stuff like that and mm-hmm. they said oh it's to wellington and mm. the rest of the country wouldn't get it, and then they took it to HBO, and obviously the rest is history. But yeah, like that, that's weird. how like niche our humour feels, and now it's being stolen by the rest of the world. Yeah,
1: well, because if if an accent isn't American or or English, and like a blockbuster film, I notice it.
2: Yeah, those are those are the only two acceptable accents. Yeah, like me. um, like Woody Harrelson's Australian wife and three billboards. Yeah
1: why is she australian
2: <laughs> yeah it is weird like um i was actually in arrested development i've been rewatching watching the original run and mm-hmm. like the nurse the buster falls in love with at the end her name's adelaide and she's australian <laughs> yeah yeah well
1: anyway all right so um do you want to pull up the random number generator and we'll re-roll the our rule random at?
2: gen as we call I've it i've got To get started, visit plushcare.com
0: slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
1: I've got the list right open in front of me. We've got all sorts on here. We've got Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. We've got... 82. Huh? 82. 82. 82 82 is... (laughs) Oh, my God. I can't believe this. I was literally talking about this franchise Two days ago, with someone. Wow! Don't bloody keep me
2: in suspense, mate. What is it?
1: Next franchise. This is this is so much better
2: than Road Trip.
1: <laughs> How many the films next is it? Franchise... If I g-
2: give me some clues and see if I can guess it.
1: Okay, it's a trilogy. It's a trilogy. Okay. It um, the the first two, um, the first two films are more adult oriented, and the third film is child friendly from what i understand Mm -hmm. have you seen them i've seen bits of all of them i don't think i've ever sat through a whole one right Um, we're talking late 80s early
2: 90s late 80s early 90s um does it have a like a breakout star no but there are stars in it right does it um uh is it sport related no is it uh science fiction no. Oh, Have I seen them? I don't know. All
1: right. They've got really good um, titling schemes. They're not
2: numerical. Is it MVP? No. <laughs> AJ's most anticipated. Um, <laughs> most valuable primate, dude. Like, and most extreme ext- primate. Um, <laughs> no, so it's wait, not it's, MVP. They're just numbered one, two, three.
1: No, no, no. All right, th- th- you'll get it if I tell you this. Okay. The first one's like the title. Yeah. Then the second one is the title and the word to, like T-O-O. And the third one is the title and the word now. I can't think. All right, next franchise, we are watching the... John Travolta and Bruce Willis-led trilogy, oh. Look Who's Talking To, Look Who's Talking, uh, Look Who's Talking, Look Who's Talking To, and Look Who's Talking Now. Wow. Where the baby talks, then the other baby talks, then the dogs talk.
2: Oh, is there? A, oh, I didn't realize that. The
1: twist. And, there, and this will also be our second franchise off the top of my head that depicts um, sperm racing to an egg. What was the first <laughs> one? After, after Son of the Mask. Is that in there? What? Maybe I've blocked that out. Yeah, it's like there's like green sperms that race to the egg in Son of the Mask. Oh, yeah.
2: um, also, I should mention um, Jamie Kennedy just popped up in my life again the other day. <laughs> he's in he's in Eraser Development. Um, and it's like <laughs> the way it's referenced, is, it's like it was done by Jamie Kennedy. Like it's supposed to be this big reveal of like a huge celebrity. But mm. it's Jamie Kennedy of Son of the Mask <laughs> fame. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so
1: next, oh, I'm so glad. I've been waiting for that one ever since we started this podcast. It's going to be a good one because it's so absurd. All right, so tune in to next franchise for the Look Who's Talking trilogy. Um, but before we go, Richard, I've got I've got a buttload of fan mail to read Whoa, out to. you. Well, got get it out of there, mate. Four bloody pages of it, mate. Oh shit. Sure. Um. So. Cast your mind back, Richard, to the Hangover <laughs> trilogy, Oh Jesus! which we did. On YouTube, um, someone named uh, Ewan Makes Movies commented and he said, really enjoying this podcast, boys. Oh, bloody good on you, Ewan. You Thanks, keep making Ewan. those movies. Yeah, you do that. Um, on our Oscars Important or Dumb or, you know, whatever it was called episode.
2: <laughs> whatever that um, dumb shit was called.
1: Um, on SoundCloud, someone named Mace L- Meese, L- um, she commented, I convinced my dad to buy me Revenge of the Sith on DVD for Christmas when it came out, and the costumes and lightsabers detailed and the special features have stuck with me. 13 years later, I'm almost done with a degree in costume design. How cool is that? Oh. I, I want more comments like that. <laughs> Yeah. So that, that I assume that was in reference to our little spiel about what our favourite and most influential movies were. Um, that's really cool, Maisel Meese. Maisel Meese. She also commented on the next episode, the Oscar snubs episode on SoundCloud, and she said um victoria the movie from 2015 is a spectacular german film all one take but it was disqualified for best foreign film for its high percentage of english dialogue which is part of the plot as english is the language of the main characters four german guys than the spanish title character have in common yeah
2: Um, i've been wanting to see that movie for a while so that's pretty cool
1: um On not the actual podcast itself, but the like little teaser video I made for the um, video game movies and why they all suck episode we did, Um, Matt Hall commented on YouTube and said, "Do you think it's a choice of which games or the lack of funding killing these these games more?" I think he meant movies. I feel like they just this is what he's saying. I feel like they never put enough effort into really backing these movies with established writing and directing. That's a yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, You you, rare, you rarely hear of, like, an established director behind a game, you know?
2: Yeah, well, I guess, like, it's one of those things, like, there's been a few that it's like, well, you know, if that was going to be, if anything was going to crack it, it would be that one, like, with yeah. um, Warcraft and Tomb Raider. Yeah, yeah, totally.
1: Um, on the Nutty Professor episode on Facebook, Brent Taylor says, At first I thought my first hour of work on Friday would be keeping up would only be keeping up with which staff members Trump has fired. For this is an old episode. Um, <laughs> but now I have something else to look forward to. Um, I feel a bit bad since we've just announced the podcast is shifting to Monday. I hope we haven't ruined... You're weak, Brent.
2: Yeah, let us know, Brent.
1: We'll move it around for you. Yeah, yeah. It's all for you, dude. Um, On YouTube, on the Nutty Professor episode, Tim Tarbor said, "Uh, Today I learned they made a fourth Nutty Professor movie. Then he said, oh, and GOG equals good old games, by the way. I'm not sure what that was referenced to, but for posterity's sake, that's what he said.
0: Um, (laughs) And he also said- For future reference, that's what it means. Yeah,
1: yeah. He also said the Nutty Professor remake kind of falls into the generic childhood film thing you talk about here for me. Never seen the original. Totally. So like uh, 101 Dalmatians and that sort of thing. Like the Colgate Saturday Night Features. Yeah, yeah the Colgate Saturday Night Feature kind of film. Um, and Brent also commented on the YouTube version um, saying, I was hoping that your largest group of guests was going to be the Blue Man group and they would not speak the entire time. I'm <laughs> sorry. I don't know what you're talking. Wait, what episode was that on?
2: Oh no! Um, no. So oh right! Was no, that was, teased, that was on Nutty um, Professor. Yeah, because Nutty Professor was meant to be our largest group of guests yet, but yeah. it is the um, it ended up being our smallest number of guests at zero, tied for our yeah. smallest. Uh, because yeah. I still am yet to hear back from uh, the guys who asked me to appear on our podcast. <laughs> Um, Then he also said, you got me thinking
1: about the fart jokes from Nutty Professor. I remember loving them at age eight or ten, but not nine. Hmm. Um, This is the movie (laughs) that made Eddie Murphy accessible to kids. There is no way he could have been Dr. Doolittle, Donkey or Mushu if he hadn't done this first. His stand-up is notoriously raunchy, and Beverly Hills Cop 1984 was the highest-grossing R-rated film until The Matrix Reloaded in 2003. He was decidedly an adult actor, and he needed to soften his image to be able to enter the kids' movie market.
0: Yeah. that's um, interesting
1: because i would say nutty professor one is kind of the midway there it is yeah, midway yeah. between adult and kid, have you whereas- seen
2: um any of his stand-up no nah, like, not really so he did he did raw and so a good friend of ours who's a comedian david korea asked one night he was like oh bro put, put this on this is like you know meant to be the best stand-up of all time his, his raw special where he's wearing that like red leather suit and mm-hmm. within like the first like couple of minutes he's like He's like, hey, oh, going around and fucking faggots trying to fuck you up the ass and give you AIDS and all this shit. And it's like, this is like his opening bit, <laughs> and he like uses the the F word quite a lot and talks about how you know they give you AIDS yeah. and they're all trying to fuck you in the ass. And it's like, <laughs> fuck, this did not age well. <laughs> this is the worst aged thing. Yeah, I've it actually ever seen. is. Like for what is. Still to this day, considered the best stand up special of all time <laughs> within the first five minutes uses like the phrase faggots trying to fuck you in the ass and give you AIDS, and that's hilarious. Wow, I don't know, that's not an exact quote, but he does use the word faggot. Okay. Um,
1: On the Legally Blonde episode on Facebook, Eric Peterson says, Richard really went for the keep pushing, keep asking approach to that dirty joke. Full leaning, Never (laughs) stop. It was like Return of the King. Ah, it's over. Nope, never mind. Surely now it's over. Yeah, nah,
2: got four more. (laughs) I haven't seen that comment.
1: Neither. (laughs) That's the
2: first time I've read it right now. I didn't read it before I copied and pasted it. That's so funny. Oh, I'm glad someone picked up on that. Who was that? Uh, uh, Eric nice oh yeah that is so funny
1: um and then also on facebook zach Neal said didn't even know there was a second one honestly referring to the legally blonde trilogy well there are three um <laughs> on youtube on the legally blonde episode um big top i think is written in like the russian alphabet they've commented before like a while like, like a year ago i think they commented <laughs> and um they said loved it can kate be on every podcast no, no. <laughs> evidently um we actually tried to invite her back for camp rock but she got sick i think and couldn't yeah. do it so she would have been on the next one but then wasn't um tim tambor says or tim Tabor says uh lol i get recommended videos that, that rant about feminism in the sidebar of this video One <laughs> of like legally blonde is just a just a key buzz
2: like yeah, click, like clickbait word for that. Do you remember we watched that video? It was like a video essay that was like anti-feminism. Do you remember? Yeah, that? It was so <laughs> horrible. What was it again?
1: It was about how like Natalie Portman doesn't deserve to be uh, to be part of the Me Too movement because she d- right. endorsed Roman Polanski. Yeah, and it's like yeah, because when I called everyone gay when I was year eight, they're not allowed still, to be gay now. Like yeah, like, <laughs> like like you know what I mean. Like yeah. if I change. if I was held up for every like slur or thing I did wrong when I was too young
2: to know better, I'd be thrown out of off Hollywood. Richard, <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't be allowed to do this podcast. But yeah, no, um, yeah, it was weird watching. I've never watched a like conservative video essay like this. There's, there's such yeah. like a yeah I
1: didn't realize that Um, Brent commented and he has a continue the franchise pitch for Legally Blonde he called it Blonde in Order produced by Dick Wolf Um, (laughs) 20 years after into her law career, Al Woods is a district attorney in New York City where sexually based offences offenses are considered especially heinous. She works with the dedicated detectives who investigate these vicious felonies, members of an elite squad known as the Special Victims Unit. I really hope that Law & Order is shown on more than just American television. Otherwise, that comes off as really creepy. <laughs> Fear not, Brent. Law & Order is well-saturated across the whole world. Yeah, um, Elliot Syme also commented on that episode on YouTube and said, "Kate Taylor,
2: Alexander, and Richard dream team."
1: So that so was a nice. So someone's one.
2: been honking their horn outside my. I don't know if you can hear it. No, so has been can't. honking my horn out, honking their horn outside my house for the last maybe twenty seconds, and it's still going. Yeah.
1: Okay. Oh well, I just
2: stopped. All right.
1: Um, and on Instagram, martinfield74 says, Hey, guys, just listened to this episode. Great stuff and pretty funny. And this is my favorite part. Almost as good as the gold standard bad mum's daddy ho- daddy's home episode. I love hearing stuff like that, that apparently that's our gold standard.
2: Yeah, well, <laughs> to be fair, that is my mum. Or no, that's my dad, I think. Oh, is
1: that your mum? <laughs> yeah, it's one oh, of my parents. can okay. Okay, which that one's that, which? I that think, I more think that's more
2: sense. Right, let me just double check. I can never remember... Which one's that, for- that,
1: that's both disappointing and clarifying
2: <laughs> this person's honking their fucking horn again i can hear it now people are just gonna have to live with it dude oh uh, yeah that's my dad
1: <laughs> okay um on the interview with movie trailer editor zoe dunn Um, episode on facebook craig major says listen to this during the commute this morning and really enjoyed it zoe was great and had some fascinating insights about film about stuff film fans either take for granted or don't even consider excellent interview chaps i really dug it and keen to see slash hear more content like this from you guys yeah so if you only know us from youtube um check out our soundcloud because every every off week we still post stuff there that is stuff like interviews with movie trailer editors we also just posted um an interview with the the kid who played um anakin skywalker's first victim so that was pretty cool
2: yeah i i like it's one of those things like i want to pursue these things more but it's like anyone famous enough that's like noteworthy they're not going to respond to us like there's this real fine line i want to find between like people like david McEvans who like yeah have clout but people don't know about or they're not follow actively following yeah. Well that's what I think um pop Popsha exceeds in.
1: Um, yeah. this is what I pitch when people when I'm not pitching film franchise Four Nights, how I pitch pop Popsha to people is I say that we focus on the more niche side of pop culture instead of we don't interview Matt Damon, we interviewed I mean, if he's
2: keen for an interview, we'll yeah, do it and but we'll only ask him about the talents of Mr. Ripley. Yeah, exactly.
1: Um on the oh so with that being said though if, if our listeners know anyone you know that they think would suit that'd be great
2: yeah if you like anyone that works at like interest in an interesting thing in the industry or like knows yeah. someone who's like yeah anything.
1: Um, on the Camp Rock episode on Facebook, Tyler Braley says, "I think Richard likes Camp Rock way more than he lets on <laughs> on this podcast, but holy shit, if Camp Rock actually existed, it would be a hot spot for teenage pregnancy and underage drinking. If I had attended disney 's Camp Rock as a fifteen year old me I would have been kicked out i don 't know i don 't know if our teenage selves would have even gotten along
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, um, yeah, we sort of talked about that in the episode itself, um, and on YouTube, Tim Tarbu says Half expecting you guys to roll Gremlins next week in reference to us rolling Critters. Um, mm. On the Critters episode on YouTube, David Brown has returned.
2: Hey, the prodigal son.
1: Um, our, once, our once prominent commenter, David Brown, says, Hey, guys, sorry if I missed some of your videos. I was at work anyway. Great review. Can you do the ju series and the Ringu series and the crossover Sadako Kayako series? <laughs> um, which I feel like this confirms that he's just trolling when he asks us to do... <laughs> um specific franchises um and brent taylor comment replied to that and said the triumphant return which was just it put such a smile on my face it was such a happy moment Um, on the uh, off week episode, uh, which childhood games would make great movies, um, Isaac Welsh commented on the Facebook post and said, Christ, that movie looks terrible, referring to Truth or Dare, I think. Yeah. Um, it looks like someone just got too carried away with the pinch and pull tool and After Effects. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's fair. <coughs> um, on the Mask episode on YouTube, um, The Mask and Son of the Mask, um, you and, and Mates Jamie Movies Kennedy. commented- yeah yeah ewan makes movies commented the mask equals deadpool 1994 what a great comment yeah no yeah that
2: was great <laughs> there's such a what?
1: yeah an astute observation as they yeah. say oh god astute as fuck dude yeah it's astute as hell um uh the interview with ross Biedman, the kid from um revenge of the sith uh my name is bryden commented on instagram and said dude that's so cool You're so cool, Bryden. Um, On the Scream episode on YouTube, so the very last episode we just did, um, Brent says, So glad to hear that you got a franchise that you actually enjoy. It was a breath of fresh air. This is the first in God knows how long that you haven't said, I know I say this every episode, but this may have been the worst movie I've ever seen. Very true. um, (laughs) And I feel like... Even though I don't know if Look Who's Talking is particularly critically
2: revered, um, I'm still going to enjoy that's it. supposed to be. Baby Geniuses 2 is supposed to be like the worst movie ever made, eh? Right. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Uh,
1: and Ewan makes movies, commented on the Scream episode as well, and said, Loved the movies. Loved the episode. Truly a synerg- synergistic delight to the senses.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you, Ewan. That's so nice of you, man genuinely i don't mean to sound sarcastic i'm not being sarcastic that's (laughs) like we live for that kind of thing man like we love speaking to our fans so if you are a fan then please comment and i'll even read comments in the next comment session we do from this very episode making it our first ever fan mail dedicated episode that has (laughs) fan mail delivered to it um so yeah that's about it if you liked this jump on facebook give us a wee like mm, um catch us next monday
2: yeah for an, yeah uh, what are a you doing
1: next monday is your episode Do you i
2: know have no idea i'm i am glad it's not this friday though <laughs> yeah exactly because i um, am like oh, i'm real want to like hunt down like a cool you know f-list celebrity yeah and chat to them. well but- now that you've called them f-list celebrities that might impede it no, well so then not. I'll be like, oh, well, I've, I'm surprising. I've got bloody, ah, uh, I don't know, Can't an E list. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, yeah, and we're also, so we're also on YouTube and SoundCloud, as I said, and iTunes and Instagram. So go check us out on all those platforms, and please enjoy your day. Please enjoy your day. Seriously, don't just not enjoy your day. <laughs> all right, goodbye, everybody. <laughs> See you. Cool.